Friends, it has been some time since we hung out. Uh, last we talked, we were fly fishing together and having deep programming revelations out on the stream. Well, now um, it's a bit cold for that. So uh, we're back to programming and I'm rewriting Livewire and Alpine. I'm continuing on that journey. I'm really deep into it. It's a ton of fun and I want to talk about everything. I have There's so many things that I'm so unbelievably excited about that I want to talk to you about, but it's going to take time and it's going to need context because you're going to need to understand some things before we get to a point where you can be jazzed about the things that I'm jazzed about. So I figure that this is going to be our starting point. We're going to start by understanding the fundamental concept that has changed programming for me. It's changed JavaScript programming for me and it continues to. It's the reason I rewrote Alpine, which then spurred a Livewire rewrite and the entire new system, this new system that I'm building, is going to use this concept at its core in the most fundamental ways everywhere. And it is, uh, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Every day is a new revelation of how I can push this concept even further. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about reactivity. That's the title of this episode, I think. I didn't title it yet. But reactivity, this is the fundamental thing I need you to understand. I need you to understand this because... This is the thing that we're going to hang everything else off of, okay? So let's start here and see where we, where we go. Um, intuitively, you might understand what I mean by reactivity. And what I mean by it is you have some JavaScript object or state, whatever, you know, but literally like a, an object, like if you, you know, do curly brace, foo, colon, bar, something like that, right? You have this object and you can change that object you can say object dot foo equals bass and now you've changed it but what happens if you want to react to that change that is reactivity where when an object is changed you want to be aware of that change and react to it so the place that you may have come across this most directly so indirectly you come across this all the time when you use like vue.js for example uh, in Vue, if you have a piece of state a piece of data like search um, so you have that data key in your component and you have an item called search that's set to an empty string and then you have an input element in the template with vmodel search and then when search changes the template changes so if you had like a span tag or an h1 that you're simply echoing out search when you change search that span tag is going to update automatically that's reactivity Vue.js is reacting to a change in its state now that's how you've encountered it implicitly, but explicitly you might have even gone further and used a watcher. I think this is the I think this is the best place for us to start with our understanding. So if you have that same scenario, that search box with vmodel search, and you want to react to the search change by firing off a fetch request or something. So every time that that search variable changes, you want to send that value off to the server and get a response back. So in Vue.js, I think, and I haven't used Vue in a bit, but I remember like this dot dollar sign watch. You could do that anywhere, like in your in your mount or mounted or whatever. Funny, I just, okay. You got this dot mount, sorry, this dot dollar sign watch. First parameter is the data key you're watching for. So let's say the string is search. And then the second parameter is a callback. It's a function that you pass in that accepts the value, the new value that is being watched for, that triggered that that reaction, that triggered the watcher. And then inside the callback, you do whatever you want. You do the fetch request, you console.log, whatever. And now every time search changes, that callback is going to be run and that value will be, will be passed into the callback. So that that also should be intuitive to you. That should be 
something that you're already familiar with. Um, and that is really what I mean by reactivity. And first, let me explain a little bit about how that might work under the hood. Um, you know what? Let's still not go under the hood just yet. Here is the trick, folks. That is what I understood about reactivity. And, but I, I saw reactivity used in a different way. And that's what ignited everything for me. Get ready for this. So let's say you have, let's say, forget about Vue, but let's say that, you know, Vue exposes its reactivity engine to you uh, that you could just like import. And let's say that it's just a function called reactive. And you pass in a normal JSON, like JavaScript object, like curly brace, foo colon bar. You pass that into this reactive function and it spits out to you another object that is reactive, a reactive version of that object. And so this reactive version, you can now listen for changes on with the watcher, you know? And we won't even talk about what it specifically does to that object, because that actually doesn't necessarily matter. What matters is that the thing is reactive and you have some API to react to it. So let's say that Vue also gives you a function called watch, where you can pass in a reactive object and then a callback, and it'll run it when the thing changes. So again, I'm giving you a little bit more, um, a little bit more of an image of what's going on, but um, but, uh, but we're still using that same, you know, that same paradigm of reactive thing and then a watcher. So here's the trick. Here's where it flips. What about this? You have that, you know, reactive function where you pass in the object and it returns to you a new reactive object. Now let's say that instead of view giving you a watcher, a watch function that you can watch for changes, it gives you a function called effect, like effect, like E-F-F-E-C-T. You didn't need me to spell it, but I did. You have effect. And what effect accepts is one simple parameter, a callback, a function. You just pass a function into it. And now inside that function, you do whatever you want to do, whatever. You could console.log hello world. And then if you ran the program, you would see hello world. So seemingly effect does nothing. It just accepts a function and runs that function. But under the hood, what it's doing is it is collecting internally it is collecting all the dependencies, the reactive things that you're using inside of that callback, and it's setting up its own internal watchers so that when the, a thing that you used inside that callback changes, it'll rerun the callback. So think about this. Let's say inside that effect, you have console.log and then your reactive object.foo or something. So right initially, you run the program, your, your console shows bar because that was the value that is foo, okay? And now let's say in your console, you say, whatever, reactive object dot foo equals Baz. Now that callback gets rerun. So in your console, automatically Baz gets spit out into your console. So hopefully that makes sense, but it's kind of this, it's the same concept. It uses the same mechanisms, watching for changes on an object, but it flips the paradigm on its head a little bit where instead of that imperative thinking of like, watch for change, do thing. It's like this, this really declarative, expressive, amazing thing where you can pass in a callback and it'll automatically just understand what you used in that callback and rerun the callback, which honestly, like this is the fundamental underpinning. And we'll flesh this out in future episodes. What are we at right now? Seven and a half. Okay. We're going to flesh this out in future episodes so you understand the power behind it and why it's so important. But it really started out for me. Uh, yeah, I'll save it for the next episode. Let me talk to you a little bit about how it works under the hood. So hopefully you have that clear picture of now instead of reactive thing and then a watcher for that, rea for that reactive thing, you have reactive thing and you have this effect function 
that you can just use. And it, so think of the reason that it's called effect, like to me, is that there's side effects of that state, you know, like whatever by state, I mean the reactive thing. And inside of effect, you put something in that that relies on that state. When the state changes, the side effect changes because it's, it's an effect of the state. I don't know. It's a manifestation of the state. You're declaring it that way. And when the state changes, of course, you have to re-manifest the thing. So this is how it works under the hood. In view two and before, uh, the reactive system did something like, you know, if you passed in this foobar object into that reactive function I told you, it would like add getters and setters for those properties. It would go through and it'd be like, okay, there's a foo property. Let's add a get foo and a set foo. And then that's our way to intercept a call, like a get or a set um, on that thing. Okay. But there's shortcomings with this. There are a bunch of gotchas, which whatever, if you've used view frame at a time, you know the reactivity gotchas. Here's how it works in view three and a bunch of other reactivity engines around engines around the internet. This is not necessarily new to Vue.js, like Vue didn't invent this concept. Proxies. It's a new thing that exists in JavaScript. They're called proxies. And it's literally a class that you can type into your console. You could say new proxy. And what you do is proxies, instead of embedding themselves in the object themselves, they're a decorator around the native object that intercept calls to it. You can listen for a get and you can listen for a set to that underlying object. So it really is, a decorator is the perfect word to describe it. Um, and that's that's basically the foo now, is we don't have to modify the object itself and add this reactivity. We can pass a whole new object that's a proxy that intercepts get and set and does all its reactivity stuff under the hood. Okay, I think that puts us at time. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you understand what I mean by reactivity. And now we'll start building up to the grand revelations I've been having uh, in the next few episodes. So thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.